Hallelujah. I want you to say this. Things are just getting better. Every day, things are just getting better. One more time. Things are just getting better. Mm. Hallelujah. Well, how many people expect to be filled to the full to overflow tonight? The Spirit, so wonderful. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. I want you to go back in the Bibles, please, to John 17. And uh, I want to take you on a little journey tonight again, if I may. Uh, praise God. Father, again I pray that, Father, each and every person hears what they need to hear. And, Father beyond our emotional positioning, that we hear you clearly. Father, we don't underestimate the strain and the pressures of the hour, but yet, Father, you've given us the ability to reach. You lifted us above and you seated us far above even the principalities and powers you, Father, didn't leave us down here just the same as everyone else. You gave us power to become your children, and you lifted us. You lifted us. You transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear Son. You moved us. You literally translated us. You moved us from a kingdom of darkness under Satan into your kingdom of light under you, Father. And you are the Father of lights. And every good thing comes down from you. There's no shadow or, or turning or variance. And we worship you. But Father, you didn't leave us at the mercy of demon princes and devilish governmental systems. You gave us your authority. You made us your church. You made us your ecclesia, your governing authority in heaven, on the earth. Heaven on earth. You, Father, gave us the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing physically or mentally can hurt us. Even though we're in this world, we're not of this world. And you, Father, by the Spirit, prayed through the Lord Jesus that we would be kept in this world and that the evil one would not be able to touch us. So, Father, we can live the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. But, Father, you set us upon a rock, and, Father, you've made us immovable. You've given us a shield that is impenetrable. Father, and you've made us your people which are unstoppable. So, Father, we move forward with momentum in the name of Jesus. Everybody say that with me, momentum. Now, Father, I ask you to shut us in tonight. Let us not be aware of those things around us. Let us be captivated by your voice, Father, by the things you want to say to us. For, Father, you're changing us. Your reverential, Father, awe is consuming us. You are saturating us. And you are positioning us for the purpose of the ages. Father, 
this time between now and the rapture, you, Father God, are revealing to us those things that need to be done and, Father, the ways we must walk now, how we should do and what should be done in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father, we give our ear to you so you can speak to us. We hear you and we heed you. Hallelujah. I sense the awe of God. Would you just help me and lift your hands just? I sense the awe of God. Father, you asked me to do these Sunday evening services. Not for other any for any other reason other than for you to move, to flow. Just a Sunday evening set apart to do what you want done. We're so grateful. 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 Hallelujah. 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 For the Lord is good. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, our children's going to make it. Like this just agree for that right there in the name of Jesus. Every one of them. Our grandchildren's going to make it. Every one of them. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I spoke to you this morning. And uh, you know, I, I, I've really been processing and praying about the deception that's going on in the world. How scripture speaks to that, how scripture wants to point to that. And, you know, I've been looking at how the church over this last 18 months, two years, two and a half years, has become cautious more than aggressive. Yeah. And there's no precedence for cautiousness. When Jesus himself says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. So for the end times church, there's a boldness that wants to come upon us, that wants to accomplish what we're here for, just as the early church accomplished what they were there for. I want you to say this, I haven't seen anything yet. How many people actually believe that? We haven't seen anything yet. Nothing. Hallelujah. And I don't want you to get offended at me, me making those statements. Say, Pastor, are you talking to me? Am I the one that's being cautious? Well, the very fact that you're asking that question could be that God is speaking to you. Not me. But if you're not asking that question, you have nothing to fear. You're going in the right direction. The scripture says that we can run through a troop and jump over 
a wall. I want you to say this, every obstacle be gone. Every mountain be removed. Hallelujah. So the Lord took me to the story of Samson, and I've been revisiting it. I honestly believe I've been praying much about this in the spirit. Because it keeps coming up, and every time I get behind this pulpit, it keeps coming. Delilah was so interested in what was the secret of Samson's power. But truly what deception was after was his eyes. Yeah. Satan knows that the church is destined for power. But he does not want you to see. He doesn't want you to see anything. He doesn't want you to see what could be. So Satan ultimately wants to destroy and take your eyes and the ability for you to see spiritually. To see what could be deceptive operations at work of the enemy, unfortunately, through people. When God wants to do something, he uses people. When Satan wants to do something, he uses people. There's not another people group that Satan loves to use like the church. Because he loves to masquerade himself as an angel of light. The very fact that he can present himself as the real thing, yet he's not that, should put the church on high alert. How many people can accept that? Should put the church on high alert. Say this, I bind every work of deception in the name of Jesus. How many people believe that's exactly what's happening right now? We bind it. I take authority over it. My house is not going to be deceived. Amen. I'm pleading the blood over my eyes spiritually that I can see what I need to see when I need to see it. The very truth of Scripture regarding Samson and Delilah, that Samson actually kept allowing Delilah, kept allowing Delilah to keep doing what she did. I could say that what type of a man was he? But I dare not go there because I think many of us allows the enemy to do the same thing over and over and over. So I can look at Samson and say, what a fool. I mean, why did he give Delilah another opportunity when it was very clear that her motive was not right? Now, ministers can say as well, you know, Samson had an issue. That was his, that was his issue. He was, you know, really sexually wired. That was his issue. Whether it's his issue or not, the enemy cannot just do anything. You, you must never allow the thought that the devil made me do it to even feature as a reality. Because you have a will. You can say God made me do it or Satan made me do it. As a being with a will, I agree on purpose or by default to do it. How many people will accept that? So to say that Satan made me do it. So Samson kept going back. I want you to say this. I'm not going to keep going back to Delilah. Now that's a very powerful statement. 
Because what Satan wanted to do was to stop his ability to operate in power, to take his eyes. You know, even though we're forgiven and washed in the blood and we know that we have sins forgiven, you go out tonight and you do something terribly sinful. It's not that the power will be stopped, but your confidence will take a hit. And Satan knows that when your confidence takes a hit, he can mess and interfere with your ability to release God's power. Guys, I'm, I'm intent on purpose. We're going to get this thing. It's not that the power has been taken from you. It's that your confidence is messing with it. Because what you were thinking about is the thing you did wrong. You know it was wrong. You know you've messed up. You know it was a real wild moment. And you know that that's not what God would have wanted at all. And so Satan cashes in in that. That's why condemnation wants to come. That's why all those different. But it messes with your confidence to operate in God. And work with power. But this deceptive thing is real. It's after your eyes. Now, I, I can't get away from it. I'm praying about it. God has led me to this. I can see it. And I've been pleading the blood over my eyes. I'm not talking about my physical eyes. I'm talking about my spiritual eyes. My ability to see spiritually. So you mess around with the devil. You do something bad. And I know grace is available for all of us. But this received the grace. But this received knowledge and understanding. That even if you fool around with stuff. That you shouldn't be fooling around with. It will mess with your confidence. If I may, may say this, I, I don't want to use it. And say, for instance, karma self, so I'll leave everybody else alone. Imagine I was fooling around with another woman. What would that do to the confidence in our relationship? I mean, no matter how much I would try to hug her, cuddle her, all those different things, she could detect from me something's not right. How many people would accept that? She can, why? Because there's an interruption in our relationship and it makes me not have confidence <laughs> what is it working at now it's trying to interfere with the power of covenant that's why you should not be if we're tempted to have a bit on the side. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But in today's world, you can have a bit on the side with your phone. That's how everything is readily available now. The purity of the marriage bed. has been interfered with so much because of what people can get on their phones. That's good. That's good. Then you wonder why your personal and intimate relations in a marriage are not that great. It's because you can't live up to what you're experiencing on your phone or your computer. But no weapon formed against us, shall. Maybe that was too straight for somebody right there. But I'm telling you, I'm getting the hell out of our lives. I will say it again. I'm getting the hell out of our lives. Satan's up to your eyes. Your eyes are the window to your soul. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
So say it again, Delilah's not messing with me anymore. <laughs> Are you glad you came? Come on, let's get into this. Let's go to Jeremiah, or John 17, verses 13 to 22. Thank you for your patience with me. I believe that this is the power to deliver even the most freest person. I'm looking forward to a great week in God. Mm. Come on, how many people believe that God's encounter is waiting on you tomorrow? Come on, guys, let's believe this. Come on, he's something for us spiritually. He's something for us physically. He's something for us relationally. God's going to show us things that we need to know this week about what it is we need to do spiritually, what it is we need to do physically. You're praying about your physical well-being. Father, what, what is that I feel? I, I just don't feel right. The Spirit of the Lord will tell you. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. How many people believe that? He will, he will tell you. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, but now I come to you in these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of this world. You're not of this world. So don't play up to it. Just as I am not of this world, I do not pray that you should take them out of this world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Now, whose prayer is this? So he has already prayed that we will be kept from the evil one. I receive it. I'm going to work this. Amen? No weapon formed against me. I am to be kept in the world free from the evil one. That's a phenomenal thing to understand. I am to be kept in the world free from the evil one. So I have nothing to fear. There will be wars and rumors of wars, but I have nothing to fear. Let not your heart be troubled. I have nothing to fear. I'm not going to spend my time watching the news. That's just me. Because I'm not going to feed the monster. That wants to sit within me and sit on my shoulder and dictate to me, it's all going to go very wrong. No. I'm part of the church. I'm part of the kingdom of God. I'm part of a body of Christ. Amen. Christ the anointed one and his anointing that are yoke destroying burden removing anointing I'm not in this world on my own he sent the spirit of God to be with me and he says that he will be with me all the time every step of the way no matter where I go the spirit of God is with me even if I was to go into a place that I shouldn't be the spirit of God will go with me why? Because I am the house of God. I am the temple of the Spirit. <sighs> Hallelujah. So verse 16 says this, They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into this world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Now, I give you these couple of points. We thrive in this world, not survive. Now, that might be a little cliche for you, but it's the truth. We are here to thrive. Survive means barely get by or to merely exist. To thrive is to flourish, to succeed, to advance, and to prosper. Say, that's me right there. I'm going to say that again. I am flourishing, I am succeeding, I am advancing, and I am prospering. And I am taking authority over the attacks of the enemy, the deceptive sways of the enemy, the wiles of the enemy. I have the belt of truth. Everybody say that with me. I have the belt of truth, <clears throat> and I have the shield of faith. I'm trying not to preach, but I have the shield of faith that is quenching every fiery dart of the enemy. Not one's getting through. This shield works. I am surrounded. Come on, everybody. I am surrounded. I am surrounded. The glory of the Lord, Isaiah 58. Come on, it's my rear guard. That means I, I'm not even accepting a backstabbing devil. Come on, everybody. Receive it. 
I'm telling you, words that are coming against me from a backstab in nature, they fall off me. They are not prospering against me in the name of Jesus. My family is immune to the attacks of the enemy through ignorant people using words in a wrong way. Shut it up. No weapon formed against me. Come on, everybody. You are surrounded. Angels are working with you. Angels are around you. Come on, you're seated on high. Come on, I speak to them. I say words, you drop to the ground in the name of Jesus. You cannot work against me. Why? Because God's word is stronger. When you speak the word of God, I'm telling you, you're taking authority over, over every other word that is coming against you. You're building a hoopah. You're building a covering. Everybody say a covering. Praise God. So I'm here to flourish. I'm here to succeed. I'm here to advance. I'm here to prosper. Verse 14 tells us very clearly, we are not of this world system. And verse 15 says that we are to be kept from evil. Well, I take it. I know somebody might be here tonight and you're saying, oh, this, this is just a little too far for me. This is a little bit too much for me. I, I don't understand what you're saying. You know, keep coming. Keep listening. Switch off the news and get in your Bible. God will speak to you. The, the Spirit of God wants to reveal to you the will of the Father. Stay out of Leviticus. <laughs> Just, I mean, if you're new, just, just don't, don't let Leviticus be the book that you're in for now. I mean, I mean, you can read it if you want, but I just would, I, I would encourage you to read the book of John. I would encourage you to read Ephesians, Philippians, Galatians, Colossians, Corinthians. I, I would encourage you, you know, stay clear of the book of Zechariah. Just for now, unless you really have a leading to go into the book of Zechariah. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 13, maybe some of you didn't like that either. I can't believe that he's telling me to stay out of Leviticus. Well, please hang out in Leviticus if you want. But I'm just trying to help you. In this world, we have trouble but we are delivered from them all. And the last thing you need is to be working through Leviticus. Matthew six thirteen, And lead, bring us not into temptation, big bold text that I have here, but deliver us from the evil one. Right? Galatians 1, 4, who gave himself up to atone for our sins, Right? To sanctify us in order to rescue and deliver us from this present wicked age and world order. <laughs> Come on. Come on. So they're not coming to take you away. Ho, ho, he, he. You are protected. They're not coming to your door. There's angels at the end of your path. There's angels at the end of your avenue. Oh. Come on, everybody. Well, I'm telling you this one world order's coming. Listen. You are rescued and delivered from this present wicked age and world order. Now, there's a thousand sermons I could preach tonight, but this is what God is saying to us. Why? Because he's positioning us with purpose. Every time you hear some woe that is coming, you can just lift your head high and say, Jesus is coming. And the rapture is coming ever so quickly. You're not preparing for a hole in the grind, my brother. We're too close to the rapture. I said, save your funeral money and come on. They see the kingdom of God built. 1 John 5.18, man, he's bold. He's really bold. Pastor Paul's real. No, no, you ain't seen nothing yet. 
The devil is waving everything he can in front of you to see if you'll take the bait. There's another pain. There's another pain. There's another pain. You get a phone call. This didn't go right. You got more bills than what you can pay. Heaped on, heaped on, heaped on. I told you this morning, Satan comes with consecutive blows. He doesn't hit you once. He hits you several times. Look at the temptations of Jesus in the wilderness. Look at the situation with Samson and Delilah. Time after time after time to wear you down. Well, the Bible tells that. The Satan's out to weary the saints. Daniel 7, 25. To pervert the times. And to speak words against the Most High. Well, he's not going to do that through my mouth. I take authority over the accuser of the brethren. Oh, just work with me a few minutes. I'm trying not to preach. Help me. The accuser of the brethren. I take authority over that. Every accusation stops. Remember I told you Tuesday night? The Lord rebuke you or Jesus rebuke Satan. That word rebuke is just simple. Stop. So you have the authority in God that when the enemy tries to come near you to mess with you, you can rise in the authority in the name of Jesus and say, stop. You don't have to be religious and say, I rebuke you. No, just say stop. Just be real Oklahoma. Just stop. I'm not accepting this. I have a revelation that I am to be kept, rescued, sanctified, delivered in this present age and world order. So I don't care what type of world order they are trying to form. I am delivered from it. And it has no power against me. (laughs) The rapture is coming. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I look at this in 1 John 5, 18. We know absolutely that anyone born of God does not deliberately and knowingly practice committing sin, but the one who was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him. Christ's divine presence within him, come on, this is us. Christ's divine presence within him preserves him against the evil. And the wicked one does not lay hold of or get a grip on him or touch him. Underline that, highlight that, guys. You can't be touched. The presence of the Lord within me preserves me against evil. How many people have the abidance of the Spirit living within you right now? All right, so this is you. Christ's divine presence within you preserves you against the evil, and the wicked one does not lay hold of, get a grip on you, or touch you. This is amplified. So the enemy cannot even get a grip of me. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a slippy fish. Come on, say it one more time. I'm a slippy fish. Amen. I'm well oiled. Amen. The enemy tried to grab you. You just slip slip on out. (laughs) 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Come on, we're going somewhere. For no temptation, no trial regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken me and laid hold on me that is not common to man, that is no temptation or trial has come to me that is beyond my resistance. And that is not adjusted and adapted in belonging to human experience as such as man can bear. But God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature and he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried and to say beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. Shout it out, I can trust him. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it. I can trust him that whatever I'm going through right now, I can handle it. No matter whether you feel like your world's keeping in, you can handle it. 
No matter what pressure you're under, you can handle it. It's just pressure. Press back. And I'll say it again. No matter what pressure it is, press back. Say this, thrive. But with the temptation, look at this, bold. But with the temptation, he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place. Amplify it. <laughs> so you might be in a tight spot, but I'll tell you, God's got a door here somewhere. You might be under pressure, but God's got a lever here somewhere. It's what you think on. It's what you think on. If you think on things which are lovely, pure, and a good report, then you're set in your mind on things which are above. That word set is concrete. Fix. In other words, you are to live in such a way that your mind cannot be moved in any direction other than on God. Kingdom, purpose, vision. Do you know why we have people in our lives? So that we can remain objective. Because we can become blindsided. I could say a lot there, but let's move on. But with the temptation, he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place, that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. So we don't even have to get in a hurry with this. His strength is bearing us. He's taking the strain with us. Holy Ghost, we receive this in the name of Jesus. Come on, just pray right now. Holy Ghost, we receive this. We receive your help. We receive your strength. We receive your counsel. We receive woo, the ability, the power, the demonstration. The devil is a liar. I'm going to say it again. The devil is a liar. You are not going to be isolated. You are not going to be segregated. You are not going to be ostracized in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are supposed to be together. The body is supposed to be together. The corporate anointing needs to be in full operation. You cannot do this behind a screen watching online, ladies and gentlemen. We were born to be together. We're supposed to be arm on arm. You can't fight a war without people. I think it's wonderful the way that we can have an online church. But you, you have to get together. This is where the power is produced. You and me, you don't know what I need. I don't know what you need, but together we can produce it. And we don't even need to know about it. We can just get in the spirit and bring heaven on earth. Call those things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. Y'all doing okay? Will you give me a few more minutes? John 17, 7, in the Amplified, it says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. I love this. Sanctified from the world through the word. So, what does sanctify mean, Pastor Paul? Separated and cut away from the effects of it. Separated and cut away from the effects of. So you literally, by the truth of the word of God, are separated from the effects of this world. John 16, 33. Deprived it of its power to harm you. <laughs> This is Bible. No matter what way you're living right now, this is the way to live. And it might take you a minute or two to get up to speed. You might have to pedal a little faster or put the chain on and get a little momentum going, get a little distance going. But, but you can sit and try to rationalize this side. Well, pastor just doesn't understand. He, you know, he just, he just lives up there in the ephors, you know. No, that's not the truth. What the truth, what's the truth is that I have to live through every day like you. 
I still have a soul. I have a body that I want to work until the rapture. And I have to work it. There's things my flesh would love to do. But because of wisdom, because of the word, the leading of the spirit, I have to say no to my flesh at times. Pastor Karen's home. So it's easier to say no to my flesh when she's around. <laughs> say this, I am separated and cut away from the effects of this world. Say it again, I am separated and cut away from the effects of this world. Isn't that powerful? That's, that's what sanctify. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. This is exactly what he means. I am separated and cut away by the truth of the word of God from the effects of this world. That means the lies and the deceptions and the seductions of the enemy cannot affect me unless by my will and by the operation of my will, I allow myself to be taken. Well, I refuse to be taken. You want to give yourself over to a moment of pleasure? That's sick, man, I'm telling you. You want to give yourself over just to a moment of pleasure, a moment of gratification for about two minutes of gratification. You want to mess with your confidence. You want to mess with everything that Jesus has set up, everything that he has done for you, everything, everything. And for a two-minute moment, you want to forfeit. You must be out of your head. Off your rocker to give yourself to a two-moment, two-minute experience when God has given you eternity. You say, man, this is tight. This is pressure. Man, I'm telling you, this is not. No, it's not. It's life. You want confidence in God? Listen to me. We can get you confidence. Because the scripture says, fling not away your fearless confidence, for it brings a great compensation of reward. You can keep your eyes. You can keep your sensitivities. You don't have to have your heart hardened. Romans 8.2. For the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, has freed me from the law of sin and death. I declare this over you. We thrive and we prosper in every season, in tough times, in good times, in great times, in the worst of times, we prosper. We are not subject to this world system. We are not subject to economics of whether they're good, whether they're bad, whatever is going on. We are of a different kingdom. Oh, I'd love a big amen. We are to flourish in spite of what's happening in the world. And we are to live untouched and unaffected by what Satan in this world is doing. Hallelujah. Give him thanks right now. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I pray this over you, that you are the blessed man in Jeremiah 17. That because you put your trust in the Lord, you are blessed. Shut it out, I am blessed. Come on, say it, I am redeemed from the curse of the law. Can you see through these sessions, can you see through these services how simple this is? Has it been made simple over this last few meetings? I pray it has been. That's what I've been praying, Lord. Let's make it simple. Let's really break this down for everybody so that they can see that they may be in the world, but they are not of the world. And that we are to be kept from the evil one, even while we're in the world. 
Listen, when we made Jesus the Lord of our lives, the easiest thing in this world would have been for us to be extracted at that moment. Why couldn't they have had a, a personal rapture for every one of us? That the moment that you received Jesus, up you go. But we weren't. We didn't. We had to stay here. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Um, Elias, stand forward. I want to lay my hands on you. You can put that down in just two minutes. Stretch your hands towards the lens. The word of the Lord burns within your belly. Give yourself to that. Your heart for God and your heart for the people. It's a truly honorable and noble thing. But it is the Lord. Time is necessary to bring to bear that which God placed within you, a deposit of a heavenly kind that will flow through your spirit and renew your mind. Father, over these days and weeks, show him clearly the courts of our God and the operations and the movements of the heavenly orchestrations of the involvement of heaven in the earth through the church. Make this a reality and bring the word like a fire in his belly and through his mouth and bring his heart to boiling point for the people for the people for the people for the people let's worship the Lord Oh, Anna Vainshi, a kifil cow, Benzil Poruki, a bear severe and Samir Kabora Kadana, Anzil Vinicola Malatovamalindi, or Rosikersai. For the Lord has put many things in our hearts. And praying in the way that you see me do will cause his plans to be seen through you. Don't. Be waiting impatiently at the side, wondering, 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 when, when, where, what. But pray in the spirit and unlock that which is within you. And you'll see, you'll see the spirit flow right through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I sense such joy in the spirit. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. 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 So let me, let me finish with this. Maybe if the worship team could come back, please. In John 17, I want to read this to you from the message translation. And it's, it's beautiful. It's verses 7 and 8. And it says this. Blessed is the man who trusts me, God. The woman who sticks with me, God. They're like trees replanted in Eden putting down roots near the rivers. Never a worry through the hottest of summers, never dropping a leaf, serene and calm through droughts, bearing fresh fruit in every season. 
Say, that's me. And that's what I believe the Spirit of the Lord is speaking. Guys, we're only scratching the surface of this. You say, well, you went over some of the same stuff that you spoke this morning. Absolutely. Because there's power in repetition. Because there's no way that we can remember everything that was said this morning. How many people know there was about 14 sermons this morning? There's no way that we can remember all of that. But what we can remember is those things that we hear again and again and again and again. Begin to pray with me in the Spirit by faith right now. Come on, engage yourself as the worship team's coming. Timothy, please. Hallelujah. So, Father, we just, we just bring this whole thing to you. You've given us, Father God, such such a download to think about you've kept us the evil one can't touch us you've deprived the world of its power to harm us what does that mean well father we receive the revelation of that in the spirit we receive the revelation of that in our hearts father we receive father the revelation of that in our minds our our will and emotions we receive the revelation of this in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By faith, the worlds were framed. By faith, my world is being framed. This is my life. And I choose to live it the way that I believe God is enabling me to live it. The head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. Spirit of the Lord, touch every person deeply. Move upon them powerfully. Let something, Father God, happen to them. Seal this word, Father. You said that signs and wonders shall follow the preaching of your word. That as Father Peter preached, Father, the Spirit of God fell. Spirit of God, move in this place.